Hello everyone, I'm Iron Will, Iron Will Becker and I'm back with another book review. This book is 1913 and yes, it is also written by Oliver DeMille. So why this book? First of all, as I stated before, I've kind of been in an Oliver DeMille reading frenzy. Excuse me, I've read a couple of his books over the last uh, couple of months. The other reason is, is because I read... The Creature from Jekyll Island by G. G Edward Griffin. I just want to say G. Gordon, and I know it's not that. Um, and then the third reason is I wanted to see what different insights that Oliver had from uh, G. Edward Griffin. And what I've heard others talk about the year 1913. So, leadership principles. America needs more people that are willing to stand up in their communities and lead and shape local politics and communities. The more leaders and leadership and entrepreneurs we have in a community, the more freedom we create. I mean, it's it's really, really that concise. And some of the things um, <clears throat> that I took out of that is one is that America needs you and me to become a successful entrepreneur, a voracious, voracious reader Hold on a second. Yes. Okay. My apologies. I had to double check my notes. Uh, America needs us to become successful entrepreneurs, voracious readers, independent thinkers, and a tribal leader. And that tribal leadership really comes down to your community in, in whatever size, shape, or, or form that it is. So... He says that freedom matters. Freedom includes political freedom, spiritual freedom, and financial freedom. And a decrease in any one of these leads to a decrease to a decrease in all of them. And I really believe that we can see that um, in the United States as well as in other countries around the world, where we can see that freedom is diminishing. All right. He goes on to say that as a result of the Sixteenth Amendment. The United States became less of a federal system where the states together form a power equal to that of Washington and more of a national mo model where the states being subordinate to Washington. Now, in, in the 16th Amendment, senators went from being selected by the state legislatures to being elected nationally or statewide with massive campaigns like the House was. And the reason that this is important is that the Senate was supposed to represent the state and wealthy business owners. Because they were not supposed to be getting a lot of money from the federal government. They were supposed to be working for the benefit of the state and to voice the, the, and to voice the concerns of the state. And the kind, if I remember correctly, kind of what happened is that there were some states that had not, had not sent senators to um, Congress and in order to, um, push back against that, the federal government changed the way that senators are, are selected or elected. He goes on to say specifically they were 
they were never wanted agents of the federal government to have direct power over American taxpayers. Okay, so that's about the taxation changes that came during that time frame also. Or maybe I'm getting the 16th and the 17th Amendments mixed up there on which is which. But those those two things happened in that time frame. And that really effectively changed the way that we as Americans worked and viewed the federal government and as well as state power. So <clears throat> a little history uh, he hits here is that when the British government parliament required a tax on tea in America, a direct national tax that ignored the votes of the colonial parliament, the Americans revolted in the Boston Tea Party. While Americans were willing to be were willing to be subject to Britain in the Scottish tradition, they refused to follow the pattern of Ireland, and this led to the Declaration of, of Independence and the War of Independence. M meaning that they were not supposed to be affected by Parliament in that way. They were supposed to be able to make and vote on their own local laws, which they had been doing for two, almost 200 years by this point. And so that was what was so important about representation and taxation. Okay. It is that that's one. So the 16th amendment is about taxes. And that is where the federal government had to wait and had to get taxes, tax money from the States. They couldn't just say, pay up. I want my money. Okay. Um, and when you really think about it, we don't know that system today. We don't. We have no idea um, how that works. But that was something that was put into place to kind of put layers of removal from us and our money. So the Seventeenth Amendment is the one um, that is about the Senate that I talked a little bit about earlier. It says that by contrast, in the original model, senators tended to vote against increased spending proposals since they were elected by the state legislators, which had to foot the bill for of increased spending. So two houses, the House of the People, House of Representatives, voted for by the people, usually tended to let's spend money. The Senate put in place by state legislatures were saying Let's not spend money because the state has to come up with that money out of this ta taxes collected within the state. So when the Senate is made up of mostly of the wealthy class, he said, and this is uh, John Adams, um, the wealthy will seek this position of status and use it to keep the presidency in check. A Senate made up mostly of the wealthy classes from the states keeps the power of the presidency in line. So it was kind of a double check on the federal government. One of it on spending, which bills are supposed to originate in the House, and one on the power of the presidency, because the states, the state and the federal governments were supposed to be, and always supposed to be, equal in power and authority. Meaning that they were supposed to work in tandem um, <clears throat> and work then to together. So it just goes on to show 
that um, that this is working against the freedom of the American people. So he gets into, um, oh, what amendment is that? I apologize here. Okay, he gets into one of the next the the, the next amendment that goes into place, and um, this is really about this one's about the Fed, and it, it's that um, fiat money benefits an aristocratic upper class and hurts the democratic tendencies of society. So when when the Fed was created, when things were changed politically. It allowed the government not only to directly tax the people, which was never supposed to happen. The federal government was never supposed to have that kind of reach into our wallets, into our businesses, into our bank accounts. That was not supposed to happen. And the taxation, um, <clears throat> or the, the 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 taxation, then has become a huge burden for us. I mean, you you typically do reading and. You know, sometimes we're working four months, sometimes we're working six months to pay the our taxes. And the founders never intended a system to be so oppressive to the American people. The states actually, for a long time, had control over their money or our money. And they uh, created yeah. banks locally and they... The local banks were allowed to uh, issue currency. It had to be backed either in gold coin or bullion. And there had to be what um, today the term is hard money. Okay. And in that day, it was just money because gold and silver were money. Okay. Um, Thomas Jefferson said that, that to this I'm opposed because when all government in little as in great things, shall be drawn to Washington as the center of all power, it will render powerless the checks provided of one government on another and will become a venal and oppressive as the government from which we were separated. So when the federal government took power over the state governments, then they started oppression on the states and the people, which is the exact problem that we had when America was a British were a collection of British colonies. And then another thing that happened too in this time period 1913 is that the court decided to take additional powers to themselves, which I didn't even realize this in the little bit of study that I've done of that era that this was something that had happened. And the court simply decided that it had more power and granted itself these increased powers not listed in the Constitution. This is clearly contrary to the intention of those who wrote and ratified the Constitution. Moreover, it has reduced the freedom and prosperity of the American people without ever being subject to an election, recall, or public debate. And what, what is being said is simply that the courts were only meant to check the laws and say, yes, this is constitutional. No, this is not. But those who sat on the court took power to themselves and made themselves the supreme, the supreme tribunal writing laws because of their, um, the court's opinions. So,
there's there's a bunch of stuff in here um that that really is just impactful uh if you understand the context and, and if you are willing to get into it a little bit and then you know um understand and, and one of the things that i want to make really clear is that those three key points that that he started with in towards the beginning of his book um about the american people is that we need to become successful entrepreneurs we need to own our own businesses we need to own it and because of the things that have been happening over the last two years we're seeing more and more people starting some kind of a side hustle maybe they're driving for uber or they're driving for lyft or they're doing doordash or you know they're picking up a second job somewhere or they're turning a hobby into a business by pushing and pursuing things second is that we need to become a voracious reader and an independent thinker and essentially what that means is that we need to be willing to read discuss talk about it. i've got a couple guys at church that i'm really thankful for because we get to talk about these things we get to bring up these subjects and kind of go over some of um these topics that we're all reading and while we're reading different books at different times, it allows us to work on that. And one of the things I'm working on putting together is an actual book study where th there will be a nominal fee per month where you guys can come in and take advantage of the information and hopefully, hopefully to read the books and then participate. Because there's things you guys know, insights that you guys have that I won't. And the sharing of knowledge, the voracious reading and the thinking, and the talking together, that stuff is super, super critical. Because what it does is it raises our comprehension and understanding of what's going on. It allows us to um, it allows us to strengthen our own communities that are local as well as our wider community um and, and i really want to close on this point um that, that he makes towards the end of the book it says a wise citizens a wise citizens it's one of those days where i'm having trouble pronouncing words a wise citizenry has the power to reboot american freedom and, and simply this is that if enough of us become entrepreneurs successful entrepreneurs if enough of us are readers and thinkers and we're leading in our communities, then we make a huge, huge difference. Uh, when I did the career day um, a couple weeks back from my, my third son, um, one of the things that I talked about in that career day is, is that when we grow leaders and leadership in a community, we grow entrepreneurs. And as we grow leaders, leadership, and entrepreneurs, we grow stronger communities because leaders and entrepreneurs, they care about their community. They're invested in the benefit of their community. And when they do that, they also watch other companies for bad actors. And then they also watch government and they get involved in local politics because a lot of time local politics has a direct impact on their money. 
local taxes, local fees, all the little nickel and dime things that, that small governments do to negatively impact the business. And, and that's where some of those things come and come. Well, I shouldn't say come and go, but come because guess what? Oh, it's really easy to get in there. You know what? We just a little, little bit here, a little bit there. But those are things that make it hard for businesses also to work. Not just the things that happen at the federal level. But the beautiful thing is that, the, that when we work locally, local impacts county, county impacts state, state impacts federal. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm raising my hand. One of the things I'm guilty of is not doing enough research on my local politicians. In fact, I got a guy, I got a call, I got a, I need to make a call to because I need to better understand. Actually, you know what? Give me just a second. I'm going to make a note. Um, because um, I heard something about a bill going through our state that I need to, I need to call and talk to him about because I need to better understand what it's really saying. Because my sons are saying something because their teacher said it. I honestly don't know what the truth is. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, look, if if you get value from this video, please like and share it. I, I really want to thank you for joining me. Uh, I really hope that one of the things you get out of this is that you go pick up a book on business, on leadership, on philosophy. You go read the Constitution. You read the Bill of Rights. You get into American history because we can create we can create a freedom revolution not just in America but throughout the world by inspiring others to read to pick up and learn read the classics go throw out there you might have to do a little more hunting for them some of them are becoming popular again um because of Ryan, like Ryan Holiday's like making Stoicism popular, which is basically Christianity without exercising faith in God, um, in a in a structured way, uh, because it's about living a principle, moral life. So again, if you guys get value from this video, please like and share it. If you're looking for someone to help you level up your leadership, or you know someone who is looking for a leadership coach, someone to help them to get ready for. A, a promotion they're looking for or for a new job that's what i can help you do okay if you go to my website there's some personal results i've put up there um i think it's under the about section okay and my website is turningleafs.com that's l-e-a-f-s.com my friends thank you have a great night i'll talk to you next time